0: Listening to the Agents of Change podcast, a podcast about the creators, entrepreneurs, and people shaping Canada. On this show, we'll speak with change makers from underrepresented communities who are moving this country forward. They're bold and inspiring, and you absolutely need to know about them. I'm your host, Winnie Bernard, and this podcast is brought to you by Double Shot. Shot is a globally inclusive talent and influencer management agency for diversifying your marketing and leveling up your brand. Once you meet or hear Diala speak, you will fall for her. Diala is a Canadian of Dominican descent with a passion for food and travel. Her love of food started at a very young age in her native Dominican Republic. One thing is for certain, D'Ella never imagined parlaying her love of cooking into a full-on career. Today, D'Ella is a published author who runs a successful blog and an Instagram account. She's also a flight attendant who hopes to be back in the air before too long. D'Ella's appetite for all things food, travel, people, and history is contagious. I really enjoy getting to know her and I think you will too. Top of your cup and stay a while. It's time to meet the wonderful Diala Kenelo. Hi, Diala. Hi, Winnie. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good.
1: It's a good day. It's a good Monday.
0: It's a good Monday. I'm so, so excited to speak to you today for so many reasons. One, because our ancestry is on the same island. I am on one side, exactly, you're on the other side, so I'm super excited to just a little bit talk about that, and just to get to know you better, we have friends in common, we Mm -hmm. have uh, seen each other out there in the streets, and now it's time for us to become BFFs, and I I can't wait. We're prima, so we need to be more than that.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Next time we're eating plantains together.
0: Oh, my God. Oh, man. It's like literally my favorite thing to do. And I I can't wait for people to get to know you and see how awesome and wonderful you are as a human being. The first question I wanted to ask you is that I know that you were born in Santo Domingo. I know that your background is Dominican, like I mentioned a little bit earlier. You come from a family of farmers. You you come from a huge family. And so was that your first introduction to
1: food uh, based on your family background? It was my first introduction to food, but, back, but I, back then I wasn't aware of it. Like it was just my normal life. My grandfather uh, had farms in Constanza, which is a city to the north of Santo Domingo. And he will come home with sacks of rice and beans and strawberries, because Constanza is actually a little bit colder. Um, So at home, we always had just fresh food all the time. And my grandma, we lived with my grandma for a little bit, used to cook it. So that was my first introduction to food, freshness in the Dominican in everything from the grains and beans to the rice.
0: Food from the earth, really, right? Like, it's like, yeah, the simplest way of eating is, is food from the earth. Yeah, let's talk about your nutrition background a bit. I know that when you were younger, um, you had these like notebooks where you would sketch, you would sketch all because you saw yourself in the future becoming a fashionista, a fashion, um, you know, designer, but that's not what ended up happening for you. You actually left. The Dominican Republic to go to Canada. What did you study and what was the goal?
1: I did a nutrition dietetics. So before I came to Canada, I worked with my dad for about two years. He has a clinic, still has it today. He's a GP, but he also practices alternative medicine um, and a little bit nutrition as well. So I really got interested in that. And at the time, I um, there wasn't a university offering a nutrition background, okay. so um, I had two universities in mind. I had University of Miami, and then I had McGill. But I had a lot of friends that were already studying in Montreal. Okay. So I moved to Montreal on my own at 19, wow. um, and started yeah started university there. It was a very very, very hard to get used to it at the beginning, obviously, because of the weather. Like, what yes. else? <laughs> I remember waiting for the bus and like crying. I was homesick and my tears were free freeze. So I was like, what am I doing here? But it was a wonderful experience. McGill is a great university. Uh, I graduated from there, but then life threw me another turn. I um started flying as a flight attendant and I never looked back. So did you always have
0: Sort of an interest in travel.
1: Um, yeah, I will say I travel a lot with my family as a child, but I did, I applied to the job of being a flight attendant thinking that I will do that job for about six months, seven months. And it just became a passion because it obviously allowed me to see so many different parts of the world. But by then my interest in food had grown up like quite a bit and I just started pairing those two together and it was amazing.
0: So I know we talked about where now when looking back where that interest in food started. But Mm -hmm. when were you
1: like conscious of it? Like, hmm,
0: this is something that is of interest to me. It's a passion. I can do something with that.
1: Yeah, it started for sure in Montreal. Like when I moved to Montreal, there were so many different cuisines that I wasn't aware of at all. Um, So I spent pretty much all my time eating out, taking that inspiration, cooking at home with that. I started baking a lot. so that's where it started and once I started traveling as a flight attendant and pairing those two and knowing that what I wanted to bring out there with both of them together. Yes, yeah, so I will say Montreal. That's that's that was where it grew my passion.
0: So your passion grows and what do you do about it? I know that you studied in one of my favorite cities in the world, mm-hmm. Mexico City. Like I didn't know
1: that. I
0: adore Mexico City. I could live there today if you told me when you oh. move, were moving there, we're moving.
1: <laughs> well, let's go together. At least when so we can travel again, let's, let's take a, a trip to Mexico City. So even though my interest grew in Montreal, at that time I didn't do anything. I became a mom. Uh, I married young, became a mom when I was 24. Um, mm-hmm. started flying as a flight attendant and I will just cook at home and be trying different recipes. It was not until I moved actually to Mexico City for three years. My husband at the time was working for a bank here in Toronto and got transferred to Mexico City. So I had to quit my job as a flight attendant, which was very, very sad at the time because I really loved it. And once in Mexico City, I'm like, okay, well now I have time. I was just taking care of the girls, stay at home mom. Now I have time, I need to do something you know, that ties my love of food, I need to do something. Yeah. And Le Cordon Bleu has um, has a school in Mexico City and I enrolled in the pastry program. By then I just wanted to do baking. Enrolled in the pastry program and bread and I spent two and a half years, completed it. And it was one of the most rewarding experiences of my life because the teachers there, they, they don't take anything less than perfection. If you have to bake a tray of, croissants or macaroons or whatever 73 times you have to do it so (laughs) it was it was amazing it was really really good and just being in mexico in general you know surrounded by an amazing um amazing regional cuisine every city that you go in mexico uh, it's different uh, yes, so it was it was fantastic. Three years in Mexico City. I can't wait to be back. I love it there. Just like I me.
0: love it there so much as well. The food is is amazing. The the food scene in Mexico City is just incredible. I spent a lot of time also in Oaxaca. Um,
1: mm-hmm, and me too. Oh
0: man. All the
1: markets in Oaxaca. Wow. Like it's it's just magical. Absolutely.
0: I wanna know when you studied at Le Cordon Bleu in Mexico City. Was there a goal in mind or were you doing that because you just had a passion and you wanted to perfect it?
1: I had a passion and I wanted to perfect it, but also there was a goal in mind at the time. That goal later changed, Um, but the plan was to, when we moved back to Canada at the end of the three years, my plan was to open like a small bakery or a little cafe. So that was the main thing. Okay. But while I was in Mexico city at the end of that stay, um, my husband at the time and I separated. Okay. So now I was a single mom with yeah. no job oh, wow. and with my two girls to take care of. So the money that I had was just went into a down payment for the house where we're living today. Okay. And, uh, and I started flying as a flight attendant again. I was really lucky because back then um, airlines were not hiring, you know, every so often. And I no. got hired like within three months of being back in Canada, which was amazing. So the bakery took a back seat. and also I had many conversations with friends that own bakeries and cafes, and I realized that if family was my number one thing, a bakery was going to take a lot of time. And Absolutely. to this day I have a 22 year old and I have a 17 year old and to this day I'm a very involved mom so yeah that now that degree just served for inspiration for the cookbook for the cooking that I make for Instagram and my blog and I'm really happy I did it and completed it. it, it was such a great experience
0: so what came first was it the Instagram account or was it the blog
1: The Instagram account came first, it came actually when I was living in Mexico City, like I started Instagram in 2011, I think, just as a way of documenting life in Mexico City architecture, which I was, I've always been very interested in. And then all the pastries that I was baking at Le Cordon Bleu. Um, Once I came back into Toronto, it became about... um, Toronto Life, the um, best restaurants in the city, recipes that I was cooking, and I didn't have the blog back then, and people will say, like, why don't you start a blog? These recipes are amazing. So in 2015, I believe, mm-hmm. I started the LS Kitchen, the blog, and I've been combining Instagram and the blog ever since and traveling, of course, up until March. of The
0: panorama? <laughs> until
1: the panorama.
0: So that's how, also, if you think about it, the love of food and travel sort of merge together. Yeah. Such a beautiful sort and the of experiences
1: nerd. and the experiences for That's so right. for me, like going into a market is not only like seeing the ingredients and like bringing them home. It's having talks to the people that are selling them, asking the, a little bit of the history about it. Like food is history, and food, I think, in a way defines a country. It's it's beautiful. It's more than ingredients on a plate. It's, mm-hmm. it's culture, the way that people eat together too is something that I super appreciate coming from a Latin background. My family still has lunch together and then mm-hmm. they have like a tiny little siesta and then they go home, um, <laughs> which is also the way that is done in Europe, not like here, like cooking, <laughs> taking a picture, <laughs> sending an email. So I appreciate that uh, in Mexico City was crucial too, for me, just show me show me so much beauty when it comes to food and things being um, made with just like corn tortillas, uh, corn Mm. flour and water and that's it, right? Simple, yet mm -hmm. so delicious.
0: One thing that um, is really important to me is culture and I think Culture is something that can be transmitted through food, the love of food. Uh, It can be transmitted into the ways that we interact with others. And I wanted to know, how has your Dominican culture informed you into the person that you are today?
1: It has informed me in everything, from the raised from the way that I raise my kids, uh, which is a very Dominican, <laughs> very Dominican way. <laughs> my mom can tell you, uh, to to the way I cook at home. It's about enjoying. So let's say if I'm cooking at home, there's always music because that's how I grew up. Seeing my mom and my grandma cooking with music around, any kind of music. Um, just enjoying the process and not rushing it even though my recipes are very simple they're very well thought out and so enjoying that process um i'm a very very proud dominican i've been in canada for 26 years i think Mm -hmm. 27 but i will always be a dominican first so I think that mm-hmm. has influenced every aspect of my life and when it comes to cooking specifically it's also about not showing only foods from around the world but also showing Dominican food and That's making right. rice and beans you know every now and then and posting about it and posting about how our food is so influenced by the Africans that were brought into the island and how they pretty much built the island that we have so it's just That's teaching right. through food as well so yeah that's uh, that's how the dominican in me lives and breathes
0: which leads me to my next question i mm-hmm. said earlier that i purchased two copies of your book one for myself and then actually i'm going to purchase i think two more because i need to give i like to give gifts and i like to give Thank gifts you. that have impact you know like something that you can use everybody that i know is a food lover mm-hmm. and you have a cookbook jealous kitchen and i loved it so excited to talk about it tell me about your book and tell me the recipes in your book what whether are they inspired by
1: Okay, so the book was a labor of love. It got published in during the panorama <laughs> it <got> published in <laughs> August of 2020 actually it was going to be published in April and because April was obviously when pretty much everything started, we pushed it um, got published by Random House, which is, as you can imagine, a dream publisher. So I was very honored mm-hmm. that they approached me and um, I did the whole book by myself from the photography, which is something that some other book authors, you know, hire to do. I enjoy the process of photography, so I did the whole photography myself. The book, uh, besides the 107 recipes, has five travel essays of cities that have inspired the way I cook, Santo Domingo. (laughs) <laughs> Barcelona, San Francisco, Melbourne, Florence. Um, there are Dominican recipes in there, including mango, which is as you know the most plantains, right. and asopao de camarones. There's flan. But what has inspired the book itself is my love of travel and connecting um, to food through travel and all the cities that I visited. So uh, it was it was very easy to come up with recipes that spoke to my heart. that's that's what the book is all about is pescatarian and vegetarian, which is the way that I've been eating for 20, 20 odd years. And also um, they're very simple recipes. I truly I love to cook, but I'm the kind of person that dinner time is going to take. 35 minutes top. like i cannot be in a kitchen for three hours i want to enjoy the rest of my evening so the recipes are recipes that the people that you give it to or yourself they're they're gonna be very easy to follow and i wanted to inspire people to just experience the world through food in the cookbook
0: i absolutely love it and i can't wait to start cooking from it i want to know because we all know in some of the cuisines that you you mentioned the mm-hmm. process of making a meal takes more than thirty five minutes. So it's yes. amazing that you created a, a cookbook that retains all these flavors?
1: Yeah, yeah. Awesome. Some some of these recipes, um, some of these recipes for sure are but because the way I cooked before I developed my cookbook has been cooking, I don't know, top 40, but 35 minutes, 15 minutes, mm-hmm. I wanted the cookbook to reflect the same thing uh, for people that have children or for people that are single. It doesn't matter. Like. I do believe that for you to have a healthy meal, and I'll give you kind of an example, for you to have a healthy meal at dinner time, you don't have to spend more than that. Um, We all need time to do other things, right? And to Mm -hmm. be with our family. So one of the dinners that I make the most at home, there's actually, it's actually one of the salmon recipes from the book Mm -hmm. with a sesame ginger sauce that takes 25 minutes in the oven. So you marinate it for like five minutes, 25 minutes in the oven, in those 25 minutes, You can make a salad and you can roast potatoes in the oven with that salmon and there you go it's 25 minutes so it's not a lot and i i my main thing with it was just create recipes that look like they will take a long time but they were actually super healthy delicious and done in a minimum amount of time
0: i love it so here during our agents of change podcast one of the questions that we ask each and every guest is how do
1: you take your
0: coffee?
1: How do I take my coffee? Ooh, I like this question, it's so <laughs> exciting. I was like, ooh, what's it gonna be? <laughs> How do I take my coffee? Um, I actually have like three coffee machines at home, depending on the mood. I have a little espresso maker, which is what we use in Dominican, the mm-hmm. Greca. Yeah. I have a Cuisinart, and then I have an espresso. I've been partial to an espresso lately, so have my espresso with oat milk, -hmm. And we just like a tiny, tiny bit of maple syrup. I'm trying to cut sugar, but I cannot cut that little bit of maple syrup in my coffee every morning. It's It's just a tiny bit. And then, yeah, usually I have that one in the morning and one in the afternoon. Diala, tell me,
0: where can people find you if they want to start following you and your food journeys?
1: They can find me on my blog, dialaskitchen.com. They can find me on Instagram at Diala's Kitchen, at Diala's Kitchen on Facebook and at Diala's Kitchen on Twitter.
0: And don't forget everyone to get her book. It is yes. a beautiful book. I just simply adore you. You're just uh, such mm. an awesome human. Thank you so much for Thank taking you, the time Weenie. to speak with me today. I couldn't be more grateful.
1: Thank you so much. Have a great day. You too. Ciao, ciao. <laughs> Besitos. <Ciao>. Bye. Bye. <laughs>
0: has been the Agents of Change podcast. I'm your host, Winnie Bernard. Thank you for joining us. If you loved this episode, and I hope you did, subscribe, rate, share, leave us a comment. To find out more about Double Shot Agency and how we can represent you or help you diversify your next campaign, visit us at www.doubleshotagency.com or follow us on Instagram at Double Shot Agency for news about our upcoming projects and talent. Bye for now.